Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's Bill and Morgan from the Q Morning Show. Thank you so much for checking out the Q Morning Show On Demand. This is our full show podcast. It's everything we did on the show this morning, except there's no music. There's no interruptions. It's just us. Thank you for listening. It all starts right now. Broadcasting from the Halley Building in downtown Cleveland, it's the Q Morning Show on Q104. I know that it's kind of chilly this morning, but I'd like to get it trending this week. Hashtag no more winter coats. Oh no, we're in that phase of life where we, when we go into work, we'll need a winter coat. And by the time we leave work, it's going to be 60 degrees. And we're going to be like, what the heck is this? I'm not doing it though. That's the part of life we're in right now. Hashtag no more winter coats. (laughs) I refuse. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. We are the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill Ryan. We've got our pick six up on Instagram Instagram right now. Uh, at the Q Morning Show is our IG. And Morgan put up the pictures. I just opened it up on my IG. I'm instantly sad. I know, right? I, I see two sad faces <laughs> right there. Um, it was a difficult weekend for Morgan because Morgan had to say goodbye to David for a while. Yes, my fiance had to go back to London because we're in the visa process. And, you know, he can only stay here for a certain amount of time. So he's back in London and I'm sad. He'll, he will be gone for, for how long? He's going to be back in the middle of June. So a, okay. like two months and one week or so. Okay. I think it's not can, terrible. Yeah. We've done worse. Trust me. Pandemic, we went eight months without seeing each other twice. So it's like whenever you have a date that you can look forward to, it's a little bit easier to manage. And honestly, I'm just used to it by now. I'm, we've been doing this for five years. I know that the time is winding down to where he won't have to ever do this again. Right. So we're just we're looking at it glass half full. So you drop, dropped him off at the airport. Yes. On Saturday. Yes. And do you just drop him off right there and then he gets out and he walks in and you drive away? Yeah, we used to do the whole come into the airport with me, watch me drop my bags, and I'm like, no, just get out. Literally. I've seen that before. I mean, really, you can only get through, uh, you can really only stand there while someone's going through the security line. Right. And I have seen people do that in the security line where... I, I've seen a guy like he's going through the line and then his obvious girlfriend or, or wife, I guess, is just standing there just waiting for him every time he comes to the other side of the line. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, so, so she's standing there all by herself until he makes his way back to her again. Yeah. And then they hug and kiss and then he goes back to the other side and it's like, oh, my God, this must be torture for her. Yeah, that's why I don't do it because yeah. it is torture. I'd rather just like rip the Band-Aid off and be done with it than have to sit there and watch him check his bags and then watch him go through security. Like I've done 
our life has been like a rom-com enough. I don't need to do it every time we go to the airport. But still, um, it's, it has to be sad when he gets out of the car and you're driving away and you're all yeah, alone in the course, car. Yeah, of course. Of course it is. But like I said, glass half full. Right. We're engaged. We're going to be married. We're going to live together for the rest of our lives. So it's all good. And I hope the rest of your weekend was fun-filled. It was. Very joyful. busy. Very busy. Easter weekend, of course, always is. We'll get to uh, a lot of that this morning. Uh did David get to watch the end of the Masters? Do you know? Oh yes, uh, he did. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. That's good. Me. So they have the the ma- Well, of course they have the Masters on overseas. Uh, well, that's good. I was I was wondering if he got to see because he obviously missed a lot of of golf on Saturday because he was in the air. Yeah, and that's but. what he said. You know, because Easter weekend's a big weekend in my family, being the pastor's daughter. And I was like, really, you're going to leave the day before Easter? And he wasn't upset about missing Easter. He was upset that he was going to be flying during the Masters. Right. I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> That's fine. Priorities. Mike check one two one two. Wake up, waking you up and playing all the hits. Give you the feeling from night to day. The Q Morning Show. Q one zero four. Without you, without you. Q one zero four plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. The Jonas Brothers were all over your television this past weekend. As they should be. Morgan, I don't know if you had a chance to go back and look at any of this. Have you yet? No. Uh, they were on. Saturday Night Live. They were on Saturday Night Live. They were also on The Tonight Show on Friday night, uh, and they did their Bee Gees impersonations with Jimmy Fallon. Love it. Sing it out. (laughs) Sounds pretty good. And as you mentioned, uh, Jonas Brothers were the musical guest on Saturday Night Live over the weekend. Molly Shannon was the host. Miley Shannon from Shaker Heights, by the way. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, she did her Sally O'Malley uh, sketch from back in the day, and the Jonas Brothers came out and were a part of it. Uh, this is the audio. It, it's a visual thing, but... Oh, is that what you think, huh? <laughs> they come out, everybody's excited. Oh, well, if it isn't Neil, Calvin, and John... <laughs> Joe and Kevin and we, we came by because we had a feeling they may not understand your new concept. So I wanted to show them. <laughs> and they rip off their clothes and they're wearing the red jumpsuits just like Sally O'Malley. Love it. And they played Waffle House as one of their songs. Okay, so you better play Waffle House next or I'm going to be upset. You don't want to know how many times I listened to it this weekend. Don't get mad. What I don't, the heck? I don't have Waffle House ready. Well, put it in. I just had the little clip. Oh, my gosh. Unforgivable. Why you'll, do you do things like that to me? You'll have to settle for Geta and BB Rexa. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. It must be exhausting. Always rooting for the anti-hero. The newly single Taylor Swift? Question mark. We're not sure. It's looking that way. It's yeah. the Q Morning Show. Q104. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here, too. Super Mario Brothers, by all indication, was a massive movie over the weekend. You said it was the number one movie at the box office. Yeah, and it was the highest animated movie debut of all time. It beat out Frozen 2. And I know people that went to go see it. Do you? Some of my relatives. And? My nephew went to go see it twice. Twice. He went with his friend and then went <laughs> with his uh, with my sister and his brother. And he loves it. 
my other, uh, my sister-in-law took my niece. They love the movie. Surely you're going to take your two boys. They have no interest. Really? No, they don't care. Really? I asked that if they wanted to go. Me. They're like, eh, doesn't look good. Uh, they, they, they're gamers. They play video games, but nothing to do with Super Mario. Yeah. So I don't think they have any kind of affection or attachment to Super Mario. But uh, this Jack Black song, have you heard any of this? I've seen little snippets of it on social media. It's a song about, uh, I think, Princess Peach. Peaches, 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 I love you. I love Jack Black. That's catchy. I love Jack Black. I like the Princess Peach song. So I did not watch the Super Mario movie. Here's something else I did not do. On Friday, I did not go to the home opener. I wasn't supposed to go to the home opener, but I was supposed to do something. You were going to, you know, parade downtown for a little bit. And I just want to say what you accused everybody else of doing last year is exactly what you did this year. What? I stayed home. You said, uh, well, on Friday, you were like, uh, you were saying that you were going to go out for a little bit with everybody else at the office. I wanted to. And then, and then as we're getting ready to walk out the door, you're like, eh, I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> like, that's exactly what we did last year. But not before checking around to see what everybody else is doing and yeah. nobody was doing anything. You can't blame me because I was forthcoming about my plans from the beginning. I am not blaming you. But I, yeah, I, I did my little walk around the hall. Hey, anybody going out uh, or anything after after work? Anybody going to celebrate downtown before the home opener? Nah, mm, it no, would be different, really. though, if, if the game was at noon. It was at 4, so that's a long time to have to fill time, you know, from 10 a.m. till 4 o'clock. But here, so here's what I thought, though, when I was driving home. I'm like, okay, not a problem. This is a setback, but it's going to be okay. I'm going to go home now, and I'm going to get a nap. And then this afternoon, I will drop the kids off at... Mom's. Grandma's house, yep. and I'm going to go somewhere, and I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to start texting friends right now. I'm going to see who's in. So I, I go home. I do exactly that. I nap. I get up. It's early afternoon. I text my mom, and I say, hey, are you available this afternoon to watch Drew? Because Will was going to the game already. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, with his friends. And Paula was at work, so I only had Drew to worry about. I said, hey, are you, are you home? Can, can Drew come over? And then she calls me right away. She said she's not home. She wasn't home. And she's, no, she can't watch the boys. She or can't, one boy. can't watch the boys. She's like, I'm at the game. What? Your mom went to the game without you? I'm like, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> she's like, yeah. And I said, mom, and, and you have to know this about my mom. We are from a super religious Catholic family. She skipped out on Good Friday. And that's exactly what I did. I, I threw it back at her like she did when I was a kid growing <laughs> up. Because growing up, uh, I had to go to Mass on Good Friday. Yeah. And then I couldn't even speak for like three hours. <laughs> and looking back at it now, I'm wondering if that was just something my mom made right, up. Right. Just to get me to be quiet for three hours. But I was not allowed to speak because that was the day that Jesus died for us. Right. And I wasn't allowed to, to play or do anything That'd fun. That'd be somber. Or, right. And because it's a very holy day. And, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're going to the game. It's Good Friday. She's like, I know. And then she starts giving me like all these excuses. She's like, <laughs> but I'm going with my friend Eileen who has been in the hospital and she could really use this because she could be cheered uh. up. And I'm, and I'm like, you know what? You're just like backpedaling right now. You're just making yeah. up all these excuses. I was, 
I'm like, it's the day that our Lord and Savior died for us. <laughs> oh, and you're really? going to a, you're going to do that to your mother of all people? You're going to a baseball game. <laughs> you didn't even go to the baseball game and you still didn't go to a Good Friday service. I did not. And so for the second year in a row, I sat on my couch and I watched baseball. Knowing your mom was at the game the whole time. Your mom and, and your son. And Yeah. That had to hurt. <laughs> that it, had to be so it, painful for you. It hurt a little, you know. <laughs> Why, I mean, I still enjoyed the game, watching it at home, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it hurt more to realize my mother's hypocrisy. <laughs> that, Your whole childhood has uh, been a lie. <laughs> it really has. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. Thank you for being here. It's Morgan and Bill Ryan. So because I watched the home opener, the Guardians home opener, from my couch on Friday, I was able to get a good view of all of the, the pregame festivities. Nice. Every, everything they did before before the game, the tribute to John Adams. Uh, they had like this tunnel of, of Little League players. Uh, the, you know, they would high-five the players when they came out mm-hmm. after they were introduced. And I found out it was, the, it was kids from... Uh, East Palestine. Uh, Oh, that's sweet. So the Guardians invited them to the game, and they got to go on the field and high-five all the players. That's awesome. Uh, And then, I don't know if you saw this. I'm sure you did. Did you see Travis Kelsey throwing out the first pitch? No, honestly, I haven't really been on social media at all this weekend. Go back and watch a video of it, because it's one of the all-time classics as far as worst first pitches that you've ever seen. Oh, no. It was funny, though. It was tremendous. He spiked it. Like, it just straight into the ground. and Did he do that on purpose? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, he plays football, not baseball. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's used to catching balls and spiking them, but not throwing pitches. But he should have some athletic ability to, you know, throw a ball straight, right? You would think? You would think. You would think (laughs) that he would have practiced it a few times. I'm not sure. That's all right. And then Travis's mom, Donna, uh, this was in the news this morning as well. Uh, She's now in the Hall of Fame. The Pro Football Hall of Fame. Oh, that is so cute. At least the jersey is. It's the jersey that she wore to the most recent Super Bowl, uh, the one that's half Chiefs, half Eagles. Oh, yes. Iconic. That is now in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. So you can go down and, and check that out. Maybe this week during spring break. Uh, also, there's something else that uh, Morgan found. Uh, that we could be doing uh, during spring break next year. Yeah, if you're a Browns fan, this one's for you. We're going to be talking about that after 7. Am I the bleep hole on the way as well? It's the Q Morning Show. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. Joe Bros. Waffle House. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104. Morgan and Bill, thanks for coming back on a Monday morning. Um, Spring break is going on this week. A lot of people are on spring break this week. My boys are on spring break. Nice. I'm, I'm here, as as you know. Uh, Morgan is here. Uh, and Morgan sent me this by text yesterday. And when you sent it, I don't know why I thought it was a joke. No, it's real. It's really happening. Yes. So the Browns are getting ready for spring break next year, March 2024. They have announced the first ever Browns fans cruise. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever heard of something so outlandish? No, I I think a lot of people do that. I mean, a lot of uh, businesses, a lot of brands do this. I think the interesting thing about this is not only is it, you know, a cruise where you're going to the Bahamas and Jamaica, there are going to be Browns 
legends right. and alumni on the cruise, which I think is like one of the main selling points. Josh Cribbs, Hanford Dixon, uh, Kevin Mack, Phil Taylor, Felix Wright. There's a huge list of, you know, former players that are going to be on this cruise that you could hang out with for a week and go to the Bahamas and go to Jamaica with. Yeah. The more I read about it, the more I'm like, this is a really good idea. It's in March, which a lot of people are are sick of winter by yeah. then. They want to get away somewhere. It's March um, 11th through the 16th of 2024. Five-night Caribbean cruise. Uh, so you stop at Nassau in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And another stop in Jamaica. Um, yeah. And then I just clicked on the thing. I just clicked on this thing, and, it, and my story went away. You but want to know the cheapest ticket? <laughs> Yeah, what is it? Now, it is all-inclusive. So, with you know, typically on cruises, that's all of your food. That's the whole week. But you do still have to pay for, like, airfare to, you know, get on sure. get on the boat. But the cheapest ticket is $1,950. Which the, I, think, I think is reasonable for a cruise, a five-day cruise. The most expensive ticket is $12,000. <laughs> Who <laughs> is spending $12,000 to go on a cruise with Brown? Players. So you can book this right now for next March. Brownsfancruise.com. Yes. And I think it was just announced over the weekend or at least maybe uh, maybe on Friday of last week. Has anybody booked yet? I'd be interested to find out. 216-474-0104. Is anybody already going on the cruise? You know what I'm thinking of? <laughs> what? Is, you know, if you're, if you're booking a cruise, let's say you're this old couple from New Jersey and you're just looking at dates for a cruise. You're and like, you oh. accidentally book it on the Browns cruise. <laughs> yeah, but you're not really paying attention. You're right. like, oh, those dates work for us. You know uh, what I'm <laughs> thinking about? If I'm married to a like a, a Browns fan, and I know, of course, there are women that are diehard Browns fans too. But I'm just, I'm like a casual fan. You know, I'll get excited. I'm not a diehard. I wouldn't spend seven thousand dollars to go on a cruise. But if I'm going on a cruise with my husband and he's more preoccupied with hanging out with the Browns players <laughs> right. than me, I'm going to have a problem. He, yeah. You have to you know, know what the intentions are going in. Yeah, definitely. It would be a great sure. boys trip. But it would be a great boys trip. It really would. Can, yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking about this old couple from New Jersey again. You know, they're just they think they're going to they're going to go to the Bahamas. They're going to go to Jamaica. But the entire time, all these people keep walking around the cruise, and they're like, here we go, Brown, <laughs> yep. They're just barking. Pretty much. Woof, woof. You know what's going to happen. All right. Am I the bleep hole? We're going to get to that. Dana in Eastlake is going to join us. Here's what I know so far. Dana's boyfriend invited some guys over. Speaking of, of guys hanging out, her boyfriend had some guys over to the apartment on Friday to watch the home opener. Okay. And something that Dana and her husband, or excuse me, her boyfriend, are fighting about now. Because of that boys' night. Because of the boys' night. Dana thinks she might be the bleep hole. We'll get to that in less than 10 minutes. Real life. Real Cleveland. Q Morning Show. Makes me feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. Hope you had an incredible weekend. Thanks for coming back on a Monday. It's Morgan and Bill Ryan. We're going to do Am I the Bleep Hole right now. So this is a public service for you. If you did something or you said something and at the time you're thinking everything's fine, you didn't do anything wrong, but then you hear back later and now you know things are a little dicey. Right. And so you're wondering if you're the bleep hole 
That's what's going on with Dana in Eastlake right now. Dana, good morning. Hi, morning. Tell us why you think that you might be the bleep hole. Okay. Well, it's honestly like a really long story, but um, here's the gist of it. Basically, my boyfriend had like a guy's night um, over the weekend at our place. And he's telling me that he thinks I'm the bleep hole because I didn't clean the apartment beforehand. Were you supposed to? Okay, so that's, it gets a little dicey. <laughs> he says yes, obviously, but kind of in my defense, he never really, like, asked me to tidy things up before the bro, like, fest thing. <laughs> the bro <Right>. fest. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we need to find out a little bit more about the dynamics of your relationship here. Why is this a gray area? Like, why are you cleaning up the apartment? Why is he not cleaning up the apartment? Great question. Okay. To be fair, though, um, I do pretty much do all the cleaning around here. Um, and it's, it's, it's because we talked about it and it's the arrangement we have. Um, I'm not working right now. He is. I really, really, really hated my job. And so when I like made the decision to quit a few months ago, he was actually really great and offered to like, you know, take care of the bills till I found out, um, like what I wanted to do and found a new job. So, now I'm just home, and I guess my job is, like, the housework um, and also finding a new job. <laughs> okay. All right, so that makes sense. So then he has his thing this past Friday night, his guy's night, and so he expected the house to be at some certain level of cleanliness, and it wasn't. Yeah, but this is where I get really frustrated and where I do not think I'm the bleep hole because he did not communicate this with me. I what I'm telling him is, yes, I clean the apartment, but, like, he knows I usually get to it on Saturday or Sunday, and if he wanted me to have it clean for Friday, I would have been happy to do that, but he should have said something. He just assumed that I would, like, read his mind, and I don't know. I didn't think his guy friends, they're going to drink beer and eat pizza and watch the game. I didn't really think yeah. that there would be any, they would care, like, if there was hair in the shower or something, you know? I mean, is he incapable of cleaning the apartment himself? <laughs> that begs the question. I mean, really? What? <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what it would be like if I go home and look around the house and say, Paula, like, Really? I think you could have cleaned up around here. Like, what have you been doing all day, Paula? Oh, my gosh. She would shank you, I I'm, think. I'm trying to imagine how that conversation would go. Okay, Dana. 216-474-0104. I just want to clarify one thing, though. You did have the conversation that, as you're in between jobs right now, that you would pick up more of a share of the housework. Yes, we did have that conversation. And do you think it's reasonable that he expected the house to be clean on Friday night before the guys came over? I mean, I just wish he would have talked to me about it, like would have asked me to. I guess it's just the, the reason I'm just frustrated that he's mad at me when he never like made it explicitly clear that this was his expectation. You know what I mean? Right. But that's where I'm going with this, Morgan. Like, You're taking his side. In a normal everything is equal relationship, I would never even question this. But they did have the conversation where she was going to do more of the housework. Maybe he did have a right to... Ex but she doesn't clock in and clock out. Like, it's not like you have working hours on Friday that it's supposed to be clean by this time. All right, so we've got a lot to cover here. 216-474-0104. Am I the bleep hole? It continues next. 
Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning, 7.30. Am I the bleep hole is happening right now. Dana in Eastlake is wondering if she's the bleep hole this morning because over the weekend, her boyfriend uh, had a guy's night. Guys came over to watch the Guardians game. And they have this agreement right now because Dana's in between jobs. She quit her job. And, and one of the things that she said to her boyfriend was, hey, if it's cool with you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit and look for another job. But in the meantime, since I'm going to be home, I'll do more of the housework. Well, Friday night rolls around. It's the Guardians game. Her boyfriend gets home. The house isn't clean. And, and he's he, upset. He's upset, thinks she's the bleep hole. Dana's saying, well, you didn't communicate that to me. Right, because her normal cleaning days, she said, were Saturday and Sunday. And he's saying, it doesn't matter. You should know that if I have people over, the house needs to be clean. Amanda in Bainbridge, what do you say? I say she is not the bleephole. Why do you say that? So if they didn't communicate, or he didn't specifically communicate it to her, she didn't know, and I would argue it's more important to clean after that guy's night on Saturday or Sunday because it's probably going to be dirtier anyway. After Great point. Leave. Great point. So I think she did everything right. But with their arrangement, should she not have anticipated? Like, she's like, oh, oh, he's having people over on Friday night. I should make the house look presentable. I feel like she probably did, but maybe didn't think about, like, the hairs in the shower, like she said. <clears throat> well, Which... nobody does that. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cleans that, I don't think. <laughs> right. So I feel like without him specifically telling her, I mean, I w- almost would argue that he knew her regular cleaning days were Saturday, Sunday anyway. So I don't think she did anything wrong. I also think it's weird that he didn't mention it. Like, I feel like in a normal relationship with, you know, healthy communication, if David and I were having this situation, he'd be like, oh, by the way, the guys are coming over on Friday night. Like the fact that he didn't even bring that up, I think is really kind of weird. I heard that different differently when Dana said it. So I heard that, he never said, hey, can you make sure that you clean? I think that she knew the guys were come over, coming over, but I don't think that he said, hey, can you make sure that you clean before they come over? Right. I must have missed that part. Yeah, I don't know. I, I might have misunderstood it as well. Uh, Katie's in green. Katie, good morning. Good morning. Is Dana the bleep hole for not making the apartment presentable on Friday night before guys night? Yes. She Ooh. is the bleep hole. Tell us why. Okay, so... I, I love cleaning, so I, my <laughs> husband has, is very lucky in that aspect. Uh, but, okay, so a couple things. When I got laid off during COVID, I was so bored. I was cleaning all the time. So the fact that you that she only cleans on the weekends is odd to me because what do you do Monday through Friday? Um, yeah, get with then, it, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. And then... When I know that my husband's having guys over, um, like how you said, it's not really 100% if we know either way. But I want to clean the house when the guys are over because I want it to be presentable. Yeah. And my husband always says the opposite, like, they don't care. We're just playing cards. <laughs> right. Get over it. And I said, no, I need the toilets cleaned. I need a vacuum picked. I need the house cleaned because I don't want them to think that we live in the slump. Yeah, that's it. It's every relationship is different. What's it like with you and David, Morgan? Like who who does the majority of the cleaning? Me. Okay. And that do you wait until the weekend to do it or do you do it little by little as the week goes no, on? No, weekends. 
Yeah, that's how I do it. Saturday well. mornings. I will say Paula does the majority of the housework, but I have my chores and I will do them, but I will wait until the weekend. Like one of the things that that I do or I don't do, which aggravates Paula, is one of my chores is folding the clothes. Okay. And Paula will do laundry every day. So there's laundry to fold every day. And she's always says to me, why don't you fold the clothes now? There's just a little bit to fold. And then it doesn't all pile up before the weekend. Yeah, but you wait until, you know, the baskets are overflowing. I wait (laughs) until Saturday or Sunday. I don't want to waste my time folding clothes on a Tuesday. I just don't want to do it. Well, there you have it. I have no idea if Dana is the bleep hole or not. I don't either, to be completely honest. I think we're split evenly (laughs) with the texts that are coming in. Yeah. I don't know. Communication is the key. I mean, 99% of things we talk about boil down to good communication. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Call now to play Battle of the Burbs. 216-474-0104. Powered by Window Genie of Cleveland West. Who's the smartest suburb in Cleveland? Your suburb is counting on you. It's the Battle of the Burbs on Q104. All right, let's not waste a second here. Our players are here. Morgan is ready with your questions, so let's go. Now, we could potentially have a new smartest suburb today because we have our two suburbs that have won the most, and they're tied. So if one of them win, they're going to take the top spot. We have Kent, West Park, Cleveland, and Elyria getting ready to rep for their city, kicking things off. On a Monday morning is Danny. Danny is in Kent. Good morning, Danny. Hi. Your city of Kent has five wins. We're going for win number six. Are you ready to play? I sure am. Question number one. Which Cleveland sports team is hosting their first ever fan cruise? Oh, I don't know. There's only a few to choose from. Teams? The Guardians. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, Danny. it's not the Guardians. Let's go to Cindy in West Park. Cindy, good morning. Good morning. 38 wins. If you pull out this win, West Park will be the number one city in Northeast Ohio. Are you ready to play? Question number one. Which Cleveland sports team is hosting their first ever fan cruise? The Cavs? Nope. Teresa is next up. Teresa, good morning. Good morning. Hopefully you were able to hear the first two answers because there's only one other Cleveland sports team you can guess for question number one. Are you ready to play? Yes. Question number one. Which Cleveland sports team is hosting their first ever fan cruise? The Cleveland Browns. That is correct. She could have said monsters. Question number two. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn have reportedly broken up. How long were they together? How many years? Six years. That is correct. Question number three. What was the biggest animated movie at the box office this weekend? Um, um, Luigi and them. Um, (laughs) 
Will you accept yes, that, judges? Yes, I'm accepting it. You yes. know what? Because it was Luigi and them oh, with Luigi the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For the win, Teresa in Cleveland. How many band members are in Five Seconds of Summer? It's not five. It's not five. I know. It's kind of like a trick question. Let's go to Anne in Illyria. Anne, good morning. Illyria has 38 wins. If you pull this out, Illyria will reclaim the top spot as the smartest suburb in Northeast Ohio. Are you ready to play? Yes. Question number one. Which Cleveland sports team is hosting their first ever fan cruise? The Cleveland Browns. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn have reportedly broken up. How long were they together? How many years? Six years. What was the biggest movie at the box office this weekend? Mario Brothers. And for the win, Anne and Illyria, how many band members are in Five Seconds of Summer? Six. No. No. It's not six. It's not six. We got to go round two. I mean, the good news, all four questions are out there. So if you want to go see Five Seconds of Summer, now is your chance to call in. 216-474-0104. We'll go round two next. It's time to overshare. <laughs> hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it could be something. No, we're not going to overshare. That's completely the best Battle of the Burbs continues on Q104. You can overshare if you want right. during Battle of the Burbs. Fine. Does anybody have anything to confess right now? <laughs> that hold- we need to get along with this game? Yeah, hold on. Ugh. We are going to do round two. Yes. That's what we're doing. We have to. We have uh, no winner yet. And I- <laughs> big tickets, five seconds of summer. So. All right. I was trying to put the, uh, the official open in. I can't put it in. So, all right, hold it. Now I'm all screwed up. Hold on. <laughs> da, na, 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 na. There all we right. go. We're ready to play. Let's go to Rachel in Eastlake. She's on line one. The city of Eastlake has five wins. Rachel, good morning. Good morning. All four questions out there. You feeling good? I'm feeling confident. Let's do it. Question number one. Which Cleveland sports team is hosting their first ever fan cruise? The Cleveland Browns. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn have reportedly broken up. How long were they together? Six years. What was the biggest movie at the box office this weekend? Super Mario Brothers. For the win, Rachel and Eastlake, to go see Five Seconds of Summer, how many band members are in Five Seconds of Summer? Four. Thank you, Rachel and Eastlake. Look, we could sit here and talk to you forever, but we're way over on time. So tell everyone listening who made you a winner. Q104. Hang on, we have Ed Sheeran tickets coming up. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's great to have you along this morning. We are the Q Morning Show. It's Bill Ryan and Morgan. Morgan, let me ask you this. Um, when you were a kid and you had bedtime and you went to bed, your, your, your mom and dad tucked you in. Did you ever get up after that and just go do your own thing? I can't remember. <laughs> Honestly, I don't have like a great memory of my childhood, but I would say no because I slept on my parents' floor until I was like 12 years old. Because you were scared? Yeah. I was scared of everything. So I would say probably not. But I know your boys do that. I used to to sleep on my mom and dad's floor in their bedroom when I was a kid, but only because it only happened in the summertime and it was only because our house didn't have air conditioning. And my parents had the only air conditioner in the house, one of those air conditioners you put in the in the window. Mm-hmm. So the only room that was air conditioned was their bedroom. Oh, nice. So I'd have to go sleep <laughs> on their floor. Um, but 
I was trying to think about this, and, and the reason that, that I bring it up is, is because my boys are on spring break this week. And I've had this problem lately where I'll go to bed and Paula will go to bed, and then my boys will, will have some kind of nightlife thing going on. Yeah. Like they, they've got plans. They've got stuff to do. And do they share a room? They don't. Uh, one of the things that works against us is our bedroom is on the first floor and their bedrooms are on the second floor. Right. So they can pretty much do whatever they want up there after we go to bed, unless we hear them, for instance, uh, when they were playing soccer the yeah. other night uh, <laughs> and it sounded like the ceiling was going to crash down mm-hmm. upon me. But last night um, I put them to bed and I was getting to bed kind of late. I mean, we I get up at four. Yeah. You get up early. And it's past 10 o'clock last night. Oof, the worst. And I'm trying to get to bed. I go upstairs and they're both in Will's room and they've got my laptop open and they're playing some kind of a soccer game. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, guys, you, I what had are to take, you doing? I had to take my, my laptop downstairs and I'm like, guys, please just go to bed. Yeah. And then I go back downstairs and I'm thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? They're on spring break this week. Who cares? Like, who cares what they do? Really? No, like, you can't get them out of their routine. I don't know. I just didn't have the energy for it last night. I understand. I was just wondering if that happened, if, if that was a normal thing. Like, I, I, it seems to me like I would get up and I'd have like a flashlight and I'd read comic books after I was supposed to go to bed. Like, I, I don't remember. I mean, obviously, I didn't have a laptop to get on. Right. I didn't have a TV in my room. No, I was a goody two-shoe. I went to bed when I was supposed to, but mostly because I slept on my parents' floor. <laughs> So I was thinking a lot about Morgan on Saturday because Saturday Morgan had to drop David off at the airport. David is Morgan's fiance. They've been engaged for over a year, but he yes. he technically lives in London. Yes, we are waiting for that visa so he can be here forever. But until then, we have to say goodbye. He's going to be gone for the next 90 days. But And then I was reading this story about people who get into relationships, things they do for their love life. And there's this one stat that popped out at me. In this survey, nearly half of the people that took this survey says they had they had to move to a new state as part of the reason part of the reason why is because they needed to to do it for love. Okay. So, so we want to get into who had to leave Ohio for your love life. And we'll get into that coming up next on the Q Morning Show. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. If you're gonna do your thing, then don't come back to me. The weekend, Metro Boomin. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. It's Morgan and Bill. So who had to leave Ohio to find love? And we bring this up because Morgan's in a long-distance relationship. I am. With David, who is now safe and sound back in London. Yes. And he's going to be there for the next 90 days. Yeah, David will not be back in the States until mid-June. I guess technically your situation is reversed. David had to leave the UK well, to find love. I still had to find love in a place that was not Ohio. Right. So I think it still applies to me. I think it does because uh, if we were being literal about this, if you had to leave Ohio to find love, you're probably not listening to us right now because you're in Austin, Texas right. or in uh, <laughs> Oklahoma or something like that. But if uh, you found the love of your life in a different state or maybe even a different country, yeah. I feel like I have the longest long distance relationship for sure, though. I think so. Although, didn't we hear, wasn't it a couple of weeks ago, someone said that uh, they found their the love of their life in Germany and they had just moved here? I don't know. <laughs> I think you're making that up. I'm not making it up. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I remember, you know, bits and pieces of what people say when they call into the show. 216-474-0104. I guess a better way to put it then, who had to look outside of Ohio 
to find love. We want to hear your story right now. 216-474-0104. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. The latest on Taylor Swift being a single woman. Coming up in just a second here with a Hollywood dirt sheet. Uh, we're talking about if you had to leave Ohio to find love. I did. Maybe not literally. You had to look outside of Ohio. Yeah. I mean, I dated in Northeast Ohio from the time I graduated college until I was 25 years old. And let me tell you, dating in the Cleveland area was horrible. Horrible. I had to look in London to find the love of my life. Hmm. We should. I'm going to write that down to get into someday. Is dating in Cleveland horrible? Yeah, the short answer is yes. <laughs> Sam's in Barberton. Sam, good morning. Good morning. Now, the way that I understand it, your husband had to look outside of Ohio to find you. Yes. And where was that? Where were you? I was in Naples, Florida. He was up here in Doylestown, Ohio. And you moved from Florida back up to Ohio? Yep. How did you guys meet? Um, so he was a really bad kid up here and he went through quite a few girls. So his parents sent him down south to his uncle. Mm-hmm. So he actually ended up in my high where all the girls fawned over him oh. except for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason that they sent him down to live with his uncle in Florida because he dated too much to put it yeah, lightly. He went, he went through too many girls in his own backyard. Oh my gosh. What the world? I want to know why you guys chose to come back to Ohio and not stay in Florida. So Florida has become really busy and really expensive compared to most states. True. So a one bedroom studio down there is about $2,000 a month. Yeah. And good luck getting renter's insurance. Because yeah. uh, the the hurricanes over the past few years, oh, it's, right. it's so expensive. Yeah, right. I lived in uh, West Palm for about five years, and oh, that nice. was yeah, that was uh, that was a challenge to, just to find affordable. And, and car insurance is really expensive there too. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just expensive to live there in general. Well, Pros and cons, so. I guess, to everything. I'm glad the two of you found so high school sweethearts meeting in Florida. Yep. And he brought you back to Ohio. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate you listening this morning and for, for sharing that with us. No problem. Have a great day. All right. There you go. Yeah, you're right, Morgan. No, one gonna be able to, no, <laughs> no one's, one's going to be able to beat me. No. You're... Too bad our friend from Germany hasn't called us. I think you made that up. No, I'm not. So I don't remember that at all. I promise you it was somebody that <laughs> listens to this show. They only knew each other for like three weeks or something what? like that. I'm not imagining this. I think you this. had a fever dream. <laughs>